Today is August the 25th. Am I my brother's keeper? Let's find out together as we listen to Jesus' words. All this week, we've been dealing with the last and final meta-command to grow in community. And we've talked about how we are to treat people in our local community, both the community of faith and the community in which we live. Today, we hit what is probably the essence of everything we're talking about this week. It's first um, found in Scripture after Cain killed Abel. And God goes to Cain and says, where's your brother? Cain says, am I my brother's keeper? God's answer is very simply, yes, you are. Now, in the book of Luke, we find something of very different situation, but it gets at the same reality. In Luke chapter 22, if we begin to read in verse 21, Jesus, summarizing that paragraph, says there is someone sitting here at the table with us who will betray me. In verse 24, they began to argue among themselves about who would be the greatest among them. Even at the very end, Jesus corrects that. He again gives the teaching that he's given on at least three other occasions with them when he finds them talking about who's the greatest among them. He says to them, Whoever wants to be greatest must learn to become the least. In verse 28, he says, Now you have stayed with me in my time of trial. Just as my Father has granted me a kingdom, I now grant you the right to eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. You'll sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Now this is what they all wanted to hear. But look what happens next. Peter says, Simon, Simon. He singles out Peter and listen carefully to what Jesus says. Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. But I've pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. Peter said, Lord, I'm ready to go to prison with you, even to die with you. And then Jesus said, Peter, let me tell you something. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. This is so full of incredible meaning here. 
Jesus says, first of all, Satan wants to sift you like wheat. Have you ever seen wheat as it grows on the stalk? Uh, it is full of the, the stalk of wheat. If you take it in your hands and rub it together, the kernels of wheat will fall on the platter that you have underneath, but it will be surrounded with chaff. You have to take that chaff and wheat, again, rub it in your hands, begin to sift it, maybe blow on it a little bit so the chaff will fly away and you're left with the simple kernels of wheat. Jesus said, that's what Satan wants to do to you, Peter. He wants to rub you violently in his hands and then blow and try to knock you out of the platter. Jesus said, I've pleaded that your faith would remain strong. I've pleaded that you will be able to stand up to Satan. But when you repent, <laughs> Jesus doesn't actually say it, but he certainly implies it. You're going to fail. And when you repent, come back and strengthen your brothers. Peter says, well, I won't fall away. And Jesus says, in the next 12 hours, you'll deny that you know me three times. It's interesting to me that Jesus says to Peter, Peter, I'm praying for you so that after you have failed and returned, you'll be able to strengthen your brothers. Why didn't Jesus pray for all 12? Because the nature of the community that we live in is that we are to strengthen our brothers. We are our brother's keepers. And part of our call when we come to a community is not necessarily to see what is there for us. Our call is to help those who are around us strengthen our brothers. Now, how did Peter go about doing that? Well, in the book of Acts, we begin to see Peter strengthening his brothers right away. In Acts chapter 1, verse 16, Peter stood up and addressed his brothers and said, we need to complete the twelve. Let's elect one from among us who can be with us. In chapter 2, verse 14, after receiving the Holy Spirit, Peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and he preached to the crowd. Acts chapter 3, verse 1, Peter and John went to the temple to pray. They saw a man who was lame and they healed him. Chapter 3, verse 12, when this man began to jump and praise God for what he had done, 
Peter saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd and he preached another sermon. Thousands, literally thousands, came to the Lord. Peter and John went before the council in chapter 4. Peter stands and directs the church in chapter 5. The same thing in chapter 6. By the time we get to chapter 12, the church is being persecuted. Herod Agrippus assassinates James the Apostle. And when he sees how much this pleases the Jews, he arrests Peter. Peter will suffer the same fate. But the church prays for Peter. The Lord delivers him. Peter addresses the crowd. And at the end of chapter 12, Peter went off to another place. Peter strengthened his brothers by leading them through the early days of the church. Difficult time. But he knew when to step aside. I don't believe he stepped aside simply because there were threats. He had faced threats before. He had just been miraculously delivered from a threat. I think the issue was when Peter was imprisoned, the angel freed him from the prison, and he found the church rallied together. He kind of said, they no longer need me. They've become strong. It's time for me to go somewhere else. And he did. He went to the Jews who lived in other regions, Alexandria in Egypt, Babylon in Asia Minor. He may have traveled throughout Asia Minor, going to many of the places that Paul went to speak to the Jewish crowd as Paul spoke to the Gentile crowd. What we find is that Peter found a way to strengthen his brothers by serving them and giving them what they needed at just the right time. Am I my brother's keeper? You bet you are. Strengthen your brother. How? Find out what he or she needs. Provide it for him. Maybe they need a word of prayer. Maybe they need a word of encouragement. Maybe they need a friend. Be that friend for them. Provide what they need and watch them grow in the Lord. Like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll ask the question of whether insults really hurt.